What's up, party people? This is Ian Lenhart coming at you from Santa Monica, California, and letting you know that it is a damn good day to have a damn good day. And I'm excited to let you know that it is about to go down. And I'm talking one of my all-time favorite humans is on the podcast today, and it is just jam-packed with just amazing nuggets that are going to help you accelerate your business and get to where you want to be. I've been low-key admiring Kimberly Olsen and what she has created with her whole Gold Digger Girl brand, and I am very excited to bring it into fruition about what she's doing and the skills that are applicable. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Kimberly. Kimberly Olsen is the creator of the Gold Digger Girl, which she serves entrepreneurs by teaching them simple systems and online strategies in sales and marketing. Through the power of social media, they are equipped to explode their online presence and get real results in their business genuinely and authentically. Kimberly has two PhDs in natural health and holistic nutrition and is also a top direct sales earner as well as being the author of the best-selling books, The Gold Digger and Why Balance is BS. On top of that, Kimberly also has a top-rated podcast and travels nationally doing public speaking. I'm so envious of how she she set up her Facebook community is just so well done. She has over 7,000 people and she's always sharing these amazing trainers and speakers. In the past few months, Kimberly has quickly become a great friend of mine and she's just one of those people that you have to pinch yourself that not only is this person a friend, but the insights she shares. Whew, I can't wait to dive into this. In the first six minutes or so, the Wi-Fi was just absolutely whack. I have no idea why, uh, but we fixed it after then and it's completely smooth sailing and it just gets better and better and better. So definitely tune into this one. On this episode, we discuss how to decomplicate the complicated inside of the online world, the process of pulling your life together when you have completely lost hope, strategies to save you a ton of time and money as you scale your online business, and the keys to building a super solid online community. As always, you can watch this podcast with Kimberly and I live on YouTube. And without further ado, Episode 92 with Kimberly Olson. Let's jump into it. And we're live. Kimberly Olson, the gold digger herself. She's in the booth. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome now that I'm here on this podcast. Oh my gosh. I have, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got to like flutter myself right now. The fact that I'm on with you, like you're a legend. I mean, the oh, fact that you're gosh. able to, seriously, the brand that you have built with the whole Gold Digger, the Gold Digger podcast, the Gold Digger online community. I don't know if you've noticed this, but because you asked me to go live in your group, you made me an admin of the group and I haven't yet been taken off as an admin. So like I go to my Facebook and every five seconds I get 20 more people want to join the Gold Diggers of online. I'm like, all right. First of all, this is epic, but I got to get off this. It's hilarious. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's amazing That's that awesome. you've come so far and you, you've built a, a multiple streams of income. And a lot of people try to do what you do. They try to mm-hmm. build these online communities that are completely you know, open to the public. It's not directed or skewed in a certain direction. And it's tough. It's mm-hmm. tough to not be biased towards certain stuff. And and obviously, you're making an absolute killing in, in the direct sales industry. You have this massive online business. You have courses. You have huge mailing lists. I mean, you have an awesome team that work for you. 
where did this all start? Where did the, the beginning of the, the first entrepreneurial taste happen for Kimberly Olson? Yeah, I know. It's crazy when I think about it, how fast, you know, and that's why I like talking about this is because I think sometimes when you see people, you know, Gary Vee and Grant Cardo and all these people who've been around for, you know, 10, 20 years, it doesn't, especially now with social media, it doesn't necessarily take that long, but you do have to work hard. And so I do like to talk about it because it's kind of wild. So I got into network marketing was like my first online thing I did three years ago. And I was in six figures of debt, had a drinking problem drink every single day. Um, my kids were one and two. We, we got to keep our house and all that, but we were, we weren't sure, you know what I'm talking about. And I missed my little one's first steps. Cause I was on commission. You know, I sent her off to preschool or with fever, you know, like bad mom to the next level. And so I had no choice. Honestly, I didn't want to do it. I had a stigma around it. And also now that I know what I know, it was also a lot of fear and lack of self-worth. I didn't think I had what it took, to be honest. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to ask people, would they look at what I had? I just thought that was like bothering people. But once I learned about, um, and I did a lot of therapy and overcame the, the alcohol, it's two and a half years later, almost three, not that I'm counting. Um, but by doing that work, I learned that I do have value. I am worthy. I deserve more. And most importantly, you know, I grew up poor, like we we, I ate reduced lunch. I wore hand-me-downs. Like we only did layaway at like Tart, you know, at uh, Kmart, you know, like I did not have any money. And, you know, I, I knew that I had to do something different if I was going to change my family tree, because otherwise I was just going to pass that down, you know? And so I, my back was against the wall. I didn't have a choice, but I was hungry. I was coachable and I didn't have time to do it. I made time because I was like a gazelle, you know, I was like, I want this, I'm doing this. And so three years ago, I started super slow. After six months, I realized social media was going to be my way. I could not travel around with these little kids. My husband traveled. I was just like, what, what everyone was doing was not working. So I got into social media and I started going live. And I was like, all right, I'm going to freaking go live every week. And then I started going two times a week and that's three times. And then I started a Facebook group because people wanted me to help them with their goals. So I was like, all right, I'll be your coach for free. And uh, I just poured into those people and I was consistent. I showed up every single day. I've never missed a day of posting on social media. I've never missed a week going live even when I travel. I mean, my, I just was so consistent, no excuses. And I just, I was all in. So the fall of 2017, I started on social media, had 250 friends on Facebook, total loser, no Instagram account. And I'm almost 40. So like this tech stuff did not come natural to me. And, um, you know, two and a half years later, I have a following of almost 150,000. Um, my whole entire business were coming up in a million dollars in revenue has all been through social media, you guys, all of it. And I have two best-selling books, top-rated podcasts. I get asked to speak now and I'm home now, you know, we're, we're homeschooling right now because of at the time of this recording, we're on lockdown and quarantine and I didn't, I didn't flinch. Yeah. We were just talking about, I work, I stay up late, but I was able to pivot. I was able to, to adjust and I'm able to give back and pour into my community and be there for them, you know? So it's been a whirlwind, man. It's been a total whirlwind, but it's been freaking fun. Wow. And there's a lot to unpack there. And first of all, your skincare routine is impeccable. Oh my Thanks. God. You're like 23. Oh Jesus. gosh, I wish. Thanks. But, I appreciate you. But when you're talking straight alcohol problems, like, what does that mean? Like, are yes. you, oh. are you having like, okay. so this is like, is that like a cup of wine a day? No, or like, it's like a whole bottle. Like, okay. As soon as mama gets home and I, one of my books, I, I read, it's like, gives me chills when I read what I write. But I was like, you guys, when I would get done with work, 
I was thinking about a glass of wine. I didn't even know what I was making my kids for dinner. I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know how their day went. Like, I didn't care. All I wanted was a glass of wine because everybody, you know, you've got your things. And if you have stuff to work through, we come up to cope. And I had inherited it. I had alcoholism on both sides of my family, all the way, all the way up the chain. I grew up with alcoholic parents. They got divorced because of it. And I didn't see my dad for five years because I was like, I'm done, man. I don't want to be around this. And he chose that, you know? So there was some lot of stuff that I was carrying. And so for me, it would take the edge off. You know what I mean? I would have this stressful day at work. I had a bully. The general manager was really, really mean to me. And so I was trying to do something for my family. I hated my job. And when you have little, little babies like that, I mean, come on. So mama, mama was like, it's gotta be five o'clock somewhere. So as soon as I would get home, I'd have a glass of wine and I'm an all or none. It's like, whoo, okay, cool. I had that glass. Let's have another glass. Right. And before you know it, if you start around dinner time, by the time it's time to go to bed, it's been a whole bottle. And that was every single day. So every morning I would wake up with regret. Every morning I would feel hungover. My skin did not look awesome. I was fully inflamed. I wouldn't remember stuff sometimes. And it's not easy to say that, but I say it because I had so much shame and so much guilt that if you're struggling with anything, it could be eating, it could be drugs, it could be binging on Netflix. If you're not working on your business, and Tony Robbins talks about this, when you feel a disconnect and you feel frustrated when you wake up or you're just feeling like not happy with yourself, it's because your subconscious mind is calling bullshit on you. Because you say you have all these hopes and dreams and goals, but then you don't do them, you don't work on them. And then you wake up and you're like, shit, I kind of pissed away yesterday. And so for me, I would wake up feeling so bad. I would just torment myself all day long that I was a bad person. And one day I was like, I'm done. I am done. Like I've got a family to provide for, you know, my husband has a steady job. So I was the one that was going to have to figure this out because I had the freedom to do that in the entrepreneurial spirit. And I knew if I gave that up and figure out a way to overcome it with support, obviously I did intense therapy that if I could do that, I could break free of it and I could create the life I wanted and be an inspiration to other people as well. So yeah, it was like legit, like a for real problem. And the craziest thing about all of that, you're going through this crazy up and down, you're straight binging the bottle, which a lot of people can relate to. First of all, a lot of people are in that same position and it's cool that you can go back to where you were like mentally because yeah. it makes it so realistic to know that you can absolutely do it. Like when I hear your story, I'm like, oh, oh. Like I can do that. Like I wasn't born into this thing. Like I, right. this, this, I found this game, game didn't choose me, but you did this three years ago in just mm -hmm. three years, building an online business. You've built a following of 150,000 people. You've done, you've built best-selling books. You have multiple courses three years ago. <laughs> what, what, ha what happened to other like 20 years prior to that? I know. What was I doing? Oh, jeez, I was a little wild. I was pretty wild in college. Uh, so I have PhDs in natural health and holistic nutrition. So I was in the health field and totally like organic, uh, you know, tree hugger. And so I would, I would travel around the country, public speaking. I was in, I've been on TV over 200 times. So I did, would do, I would like be the face for supplement companies. So I'm on all, I was on all the boxes at Walmart or Sam's club or Costco or Sam's club. <laughs> all the end caps. So I was like the face of it. So that's what I did. I taught people how to be healthy and organic and love it and always worked for people. You know, I was in that corporate space. Um, a lot of sales, you know, that's something that I've always been passionate about. And this is what's kind of interesting because it is a lot that I've done. I've hit 15 streams of income. How, you know, how do you do that so fast? Well, I go all in, I pick one thing and I go all in and I become an expert. 
Like I'm not trying to get Instagram and TikTok and a podcast and write a book all at once. I'm like, what I'm doing right now is this one thing. And that's all I'm doing. I just wrote another book. Self and self-discipline. What a, what an idea, but it's, 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 being, it's being produced right now. But what did I, what have I been working on? I've been working on that book. Right. So I would just say if, if you're an entrepreneur or it hasn't worked for you yet, cause trust me, I've tried different things in the past. If it hasn't worked for you yet, a couple of things, consistency. I feel like a lot of times you can speak to this. I feel like a lot of times people give up right before they've had their breakthrough, you know, right before they've made it. And it's not just, I lucked out. I was paying attention. Like where were the gaps in the market? What were people responding to? What do I naturally, what am I naturally good at? I have the spiritual gift of encouragement. I let, I help people see things and then they can't see. I'm also great at breaking down complex things and teaching it in bite-sized steps so people can get action, implement and take action today. And when people take action and get results, they're going to come back for more. So when I'm monetizing something, they're like whipping out their card, right? Like I want to come learn from you, Kimberly. So I think for you, if you haven't figured out your thing yet, just you need to be patient, but you also need to figure out what the market needs. Like uh, Let Your Life Speak is a really good book. I think it's Parma Polker. Palmer Parker. I always get it wrong, but he says, when your deepest gladness meets the world's greatest need, that's the sweet spot. Like if you can just figure out, like I could talk about this stuff all day long. I'm not making like, all this money because I'm like, Ooh, there's lots of money to be made. I'm making this money because I know I'm here to change people's lives. If I can change you, you're going to be a better wife, better husband, better parent. You're going to be better at your job. That's going to impact the community. And if we can do this stuff on social media, the reach that we have and, and think about the next 10 years, what we're going to build. Look at you. You're freaking so young. Three decades from now, you're going to own this space and think of all the positive messaging you're putting out there. What is that going to do? We really do have an opportunity to change. We have an opportunity and that fires me up. So I do it because I'm passionate about it. It is my greatest gladness, my, my biggest gladness. And I know there's a deep need for it in this, in, in the space that I'm in. So that's what I would say is yeah. just don't give up, you know, just find, keep going until you figure out your space. Your ability to decomplicate the complicated is definitely something that really makes you stand out. But it's cool because there's a lot of people out there that right now that don't feel qualified and uh, like able to teach and able oh, to be yes. that person. And I think mm -hmm. that that's probably the first biggest step to change. Like, for example, you're this entrepreneur, but you've been working for somebody for most of your life. But deep down, you have this entrepreneuric spirit in you. But I yeah. feel like no one ever like allowed it to kind of come out. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you have that mentor early on that pushes you or you just go out there and hire someone on Upwork and hire someone to just... So you start realizing that these little tasks happen, little neurons start connecting in your dome piece, hydrogen and carbon just starts working in your favor. And you're like, oh, damn, I can see this from the flip side. And like, you've done it just so amazing. Like, how did it start with building out the team? So like you're, you're built, was it the direct sales that kind of funded that? Or was it kind of like, what was that first step? Yeah, towards that's other so stream? funny. It's so funny. I just posted about her today. So my full-time operations director, she was my Instacart shopper. Oh yeah. And she said, I have some bad news. And I had just started my network marketing. I think I was six months in, no, almost a year in. So I launched my brand, the gold digger girl, right? I was about to launch it. So I was only in network marketing less than a year before I launched my brand. And I knew I was going to need some help because I was working full-time still. I mean, there was no room in the end. So she goes, I have some bad news. I'm going to go, you know, uh, move out to the country and my, my family. And I said, Oh wait, I have, I have something for you. It's just going to be five hours a week. 
So if you're thinking you need to expand your team and you're worried about the budget, you guys, five hours a week. I invested back every dollar from my network marketing company in coaching and a virtual assistant team, every dollar. And so I said five hours a week. And she's like, I've always wanted to do something like that. I'd love to start off part-time. I mean, she potentially is going to make six figures this year as my operations director. And it started with five hours a week. So then she grew. And so what I started realizing is that chick is freaking organized. She's so smart. All the tech stuff that like, cause you're, you totally get this stuff. It's not my forte. Then go give it to somebody who it's their forte. Go to Upwork, go to Fiverr, go, uh, what's that online pH or whatever, go into Facebook groups. You can find some awesome people. You may have to try a couple till you find them, but this is the thing. If I can leverage my time and spend my time in my zone of genius, which is coaching, mentoring, doing trainings, lives, putting out content, and she can handle all the stuff that she's good at anyway, then I'm going to make a ton of money. <laughs> if I keep doing all the stuff myself, you're going to get stuck in this holding pattern because there's not enough time in the day for you to do all the things. So I think, I don't know if it's a control thing or what, but I feel like people really wait on that or they don't know how to find somebody, but that needs to be towards the beginning. I think invest that money back. You didn't have it anyway, you know, <laughs> so just invest it back into your, your staff and, and, and your resources for sure. It's cool. Though, like this is an Instacart girl. This is just somebody else that just hasn't found their direction or, you know, I, I wouldn't even say that some people are crushing life doing what they were like to do. But the point is, is that you empowered this person with whatever mm -hmm. funds you had. Say you're making $80,000 in your direct sales business. Right. You're putting 50,000 of it, 60,000 of it back in the business. You're eating ROM and you're doing whatever it takes. But true. it's crazy what like, like, you know, what you can do with that to help people and then seeing people and, and like seeing them grow. And then when you have a team, it's the most addicting amazing thing mm -hmm. like we've recently brought on this absolute angel of a human michelle she's incredible like you said she's so good at that back end stuff and getting down to you know she, she gave me a whole lesson on how to pronunciate words and how to type correctly because i she's like listen Ian, your, your blogs they're not they're not good i'm like well isn't that how you spell she's like no that's not how you spell I'm not like, even close i'm like give me a virtual hug i appreciate I you and it's like when you bring that connection it's like Oh, word. And then you can focus on what you're really good at. And that's really why I'm excited to be connected with somebody of your caliber, of your quick, because you you learn really quick. You're very, you're very agile. But then not only do you learn quick, you also work like an animal. Like most people wouldn't believe that you stay up to like 2 a.m. sometimes working. Mm -hmm. yeah, but you're doing it. But you're like so jacked up on life that. Oh, yeah. I have to make myself go to bed. I'm not even kidding. I could stay up all night and then I'm like, Oh wait, that's not healthy. <laughs> but I've also, I think, you know, I'm a huge advocator of, you know, relationships. You can't automate that. Like you have to be connecting with people, but the things you can automate. So if you can get some systems in place, get an Anna, Anna's my operation instructor, get an Anna in your life or Michelle, someone who can do some of that stuff for you, it's going to create that time freedom. And so for me, I spend, I'm on about two to three hours a day on video or doing things content. And then I'm off the rest of the day until my family goes to bed. So I'm not working that much. I'm working less now than I was when I was had the job I hated in the commute. But when I am working, I'm very focused. I never scroll. I don't play. I don't even don't even know half the time what's going on with anybody. My husband will be like, "So you know, someone's getting married." I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome." So I think the 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 point is is that you don't have to be on your phone all the time. You don't have to. And this, I am a natural workaholic, but I'm learning that 
when you are in tuned to your inner guidance system and you follow your gut and you, you are open to, if you feel fear, don't push it away, go towards it. I believe you can have what you want in your life and you don't have to work yourself to the bone. You know what I mean? I believe that you can have all the things. And I think that's an important thing to say is, you know, is to be able to work really hard, but also get, get your team behind you. And that's going to help you kind of automate in some of those things. Cause what's the point of doing all this if you're not having that time freedom? You know what I mean? And you've helped a lot of people just get to the next level just inside of your businesses. I mean, you're lifting the whole tide. You know, all, what is it all a rising tide raises all ships. Well, I'm horrible at quotes. I always say I'm wrong. It's like the big running joke in my family. You're, you're straight rising the tide over here. I mean, all right. You're the, you're the like Nina, it. the Santa and the, uh, no, the Nina, the Pinta and the Santa Maria. There it is. <laughs> but it's, I mean, right now with the economy, we're going to see this for the next year, 18 months, we're going to see the pushback on it. But we're growing. We are hiring more, you know, we're expanding our team. We're growing our team. I'm in, I'm actively building a network marketing company uh, as well. And our team is, has a record breaking month right now. So I think, again, understanding the power of social media. And that's what I love what you do with, with your, your podcast and your online presence. It's social media is not something to be feared. Social media is something to realize that we have a gift. You know, 10, 15 years ago, we didn't have what we are doing right now. And so just learning that it's all about whoever puts out the most content, quality content, and then is consistent, you're going to be the leader in your industry for sure. I mean, no doubt. It's so crazy that when you break it down, just like that, it's a salt and pepper. If you put enough salt and pepper out consistently, yeah, you can't lose. It doesn't matter if you have a gap. It doesn't matter if you have a lisp. It doesn't matter if you're not pretty. It doesn't matter if you're not perfect. It doesn't matter. B minus work changes lives. Still the... <laughs> still the dopest phrase of yes. all time. Yes, absolutely. And there's filters for everything. It's fine. <laughs> but the human aspect is the coolest thing ever. It's just like being real. I, I think that growing up, when you look at some people that you assume are just so out of touch, like for me, this is something that's been like really jaw dropping to me. You know how you make assumptions about people, like how they're going to act, how they're going to be because of what you see, like what mm -hmm. they, you see on their social media. And then like, you actually kind of get to know them like behind the shelves, like, you're yes. like, oh, oh, like th you're normal. This, this could have been my homie my whole life. Like, yes. you know, yes. like this could have been the person you're getting hitting up the ice cream truck as young. So like they're normal people, but they just dialed in certain things that have brought them to that next level. But just because somebody is, you know, Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins doesn't do everything perfect. You know, I bet mm -hmm. he doesn't eat an ice cream cone as good as me. You know, right. there's different things that you can <laughs> optimize for. Like not everyone's perfect. Right. And I think that that's so interesting because in this whole search of building your brand, helping people, you're, you're also fulfilling your own soul and your own just feng shui. And I, there's so much excitement to that. I think everybody needs to feel that rush. You know what I mean? Totally. And it was so funny because when I first got on social media, I was really worried about sharing my story and being honest. And I don't go on there every day talking about like, you know, my addictions and issues, but as far as being vulnerable, you know, it might even be a picture with my kids, like, oh my gosh, I'm sharing a picture with my kids or a struggle I had or a thought I had, or just pushing people to do something and saying something kind of, oh, PSAs, like public service announcements. I'm like, hey, y'all, can you just freaking stop or whatever it is? People love that. Like someone um, reported my Facebook. I saw this that. Oh, so someone reported my Facebook. If you're listening, I'm talking to you, but they reported my Facebook business page and it was the, the many chat messaging feature. Well, we're getting ready to do a launch right now. So we are filling the challenge up. My leads or the, the cost tripled because my account has been considered, I've, I've had this account for two years. There's over 10,000 people like it. Like it's a solid account. 
and someone reported it. And the way the way Facebook is, they don't check or anything. So I did a PSA and I was just like, I'm not afraid of you. You go ahead. You should go talk to someone else and bother someone else because I'm going to be braver. I'm going to be bolder. I'm going to show up more and you don't phase me at all. And also karma's real. And I had, you know, hundreds of, of responses to that. So is it easy to be a little sassy? Not really. I'm a good girl. I was raised to be quiet, you know, like it's not easy to be like that. But, but you'll go mama bear. You'll go oh, mama bear. Don't even try it. Oh, my husband's like, really? There are three. Let him work it out. But, but for real. So when you can be bold like that or on a live cry, right? Like I cry on my lives. People <laughs> love that. They love it because they're like, oh, she's real. And like you said, like, I feel like I know you when I meet you for the first time, we're going to hug, we're going to, you know, have a coffee together. We're going to hang out because you're such a real person. Like right away, I was like magnetized to you. And I was like, why am I so like, just because energetically we're on the same plane, you know, like we're just real people who want to crush it and inspire others to do that. So if you are not showing up in your social media and you feel this kind of hesitant, or you get an idea for a live and you're like, no one's going to listen to listen. That's dumb. That's actually your ego and you need to say, step aside. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I had that idea for a reason and I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to move to it. And when you do that and you're not afraid anymore and you just go for it, I'm telling you, you will find your tribe. Everybody gets to have a tribe. There is, there is a tribe out there for every single person. You just have to be consistent enough to find your tribe and then obviously nurture them. So let's talk about, let's, let's talk about your brand real quick. The gold digger brand. Yeah. It's just, it's beautiful. It's genius. You know, it's, Play, is it Kanye West who wrote the original Gold Digger? And then here you are with the gold. Like the playoff yeah, I, is a beautiful. I'm going to do a TikTok on that. I'm going to write that down. There it is. Tick there. <laughs> but that the brand's great. But I love that you rock the shirts. You have the merch. And like we both know you don't make money off of merch. But mm-hmm. merch is like all about. It's like. I want my people wearing see, it. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. feels so good when you're rocking your brand. It makes you almost have to be a certain way. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and I think anybody right now should go off and if they don't have a business, they don't need to be an entrepreneur, but go make your own t-shirt. Cost like 15, 20 bucks. You know, here it is. It's a damn good day. Like whatever yeah. you want to do, just throw a t-shirt on, get a black shirt with some white lettering and wear that thing. Done. I made this on the cricket, you guys. Come on. On cricket? <laughs> it's like a thing at home. You, you, you print it and then you iron it on. Oh, so- wow. That's pretty like, that's, that's like really arts and craftsy my one time but but you're right though get a shirt and also too people get really hung up on the name you can brand yourself and you can have a slogan like you do that's brilliant like when i see that i know it's you when i i you know what i'm saying like it's so smart i love it well the gold digger girl what i did is i carried a notebook around and i checked the usernames and websites whenever a name would come to mind i'd go check it who someone else using it there was a gold digger out there podcast, but she wasn't, she branded herself, Jenna Kutcher. And so I liked, I liked the sound of it. And I looked around, you know, checked trademark, all that stuff. And I'm like, no one had the username. Nobody had the website. I was like, are you kidding me right now? And it's awesome. Like if I'm at target and someone sees gold digger, I always get like these weird looks and I'm like, goal digger, you know, I make my own money. Cause they're like, is she a gold digger? I'm like, no, no, no. But the neat thing is, is my people, are gold diggers. So they get to feel like they're a part of that success. And I want them, I want to instill that confidence in them before they're confident. I want to instill that success in their mind before they're making the money. And so the the name gold digger to me was just that constant. We're never done. We've never arrived. That's what life's all about. If you're not learning and growing, you're going to feel that kind of 
dissatisfaction, I think. And, you know, if you look at the people who are growing and learning and winning, it's like just electric, you know what I mean? So that's where it came from. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of went all in with it for sure. I love that because you have these values underneath what it all means. And I think that, you know, the biggest successful companies, they have these core values that they follow. And, you know, when I first build out this brand, I have a really good friend. His name's Dan Hunt. He's like a boy genius, absolute amazing human, built massive, massive companies. And is just an incredible entrepreneur. I'm grateful that he's my friend, but he helped me kind of break down when I was really redoing my brand to what are your core values. And we did this whole, you know, day whiteboard session. And it ultimately came down to three things, passionate, human, and optimistic. So those are like the three things I try to capture with everything I do because it is almost acts as a guide towards how you're doing it. Yeah. Like you got to create your own guide. Like if you, if you want to lose weight, you got to follow the guide. If you got to build a business, you got to follow the guide. If you want to build your brand, you got to follow the guide. It's not rocket science. And mm -hmm. it's so cool when you see someone make that switch and make that hump and then oh, they yeah. realize like, oh damn, like everybody's willing to help everybody too. Like, you know how you said like we connected? I love that when you see someone else make that jump into building it and like taking it really seriously, mm -hmm. everyone else is so down to help that person. There's yeah. so much opportunity outside of the, the noise. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And the thing is someone will say, Hey, do you know so-and-so like another trainer? I'm like, I don't I have no clue who that person is. And this is just in the network marketing space. I'm not just a network marketing. I'm a, I coach other people who are, you know, online marketers, affiliate coaches. I have a girl who's in my program. That's an artist. But it's so interesting that I realize how abundant this universe is, you know, and that's why I'll interview people in other, I have an interview in two weeks with a girl who's the top income earner in her company right now. She's a direct competitor of my company and I'm interviewing her because she's a freaking badass. And I want my audience to see the fire, the passion that she built something out of nothing and she's not hesitating right now. And so when you start to think about all the trainers, all the names, like you were talking about collaboration. There's so many people out there that I don't even know about. And that's what's so exciting is that we are creating our, our money and our income. We're creating it out of thin air. The money you make online was not there. It's not a salary. You created that. Talk about empowering. Like that fires me the F up. And when we're in situations like right now, economically, I mean, I've been there where I was like, how are we going to pay our mortgage? I was, you know, in the fetal position for a little bit and then just taking little jobs here and there and taking a crappy job. But I felt so desperate and I felt so alone. I mean, one Christmas, the first one after that happened, our budget was $80 for two children. And I went to, I went to consignment shops and I remember I texted Scott and I go, oh my gosh, took a picture and I go, I have all of this for $36. And I like get tears in my eyes because I think, that I was so excited that I found all this stuff because they're little. So they think the cardboard box is more exciting than the gift. But I mean, I was so proud of myself that I was able to like get all that. And now you guys like that money, like that isn't even, I, I don't even know who that person is, but it makes me excited that I've come so far by in a short period of time by being coachable and pay, taking massive imperfect action. Do I have haters? Yep. I got haters guys. I've, I've had the nastiest things said to me and you know what happens now if something comes up, I get, I get upset for 30 seconds and now I'm not even upset about what they said about me or what happened. I'm pissed. They're messing with my, my family and my income. 
doesn't even phase me anymore because it's strengthened me as a person. It makes me even more fired up because I'm like, if there's people going around saying that kind of stuff, I have more work to do. I can't go to sleep until my tribe is protected and they're empowered and they hold their shields up and they are, you know, protecting their people. And it just goes on and on and on and on. So there's lots of work to be done, but through this work, this is the school of self-development. You want to talk about leveling up. You want to talk about making your mindset so strong that nothing can mess with it. Get into online marketing, direct sales, network marketing, become an entrepreneur because it is the best training ground you will ever have in your entire life. Oh man, everybody go listen to Kimberly's podcast, the gold digger podcast. If you want to listen to this stuff all the time, <laughs> but I want to know something that completely off the cusp. Sure. When you were growing up, right? Like maybe you're in your 25, 26. Uh, that's not growing up. That's like you know, full-fledged <laughs> yeah. adulting. But like, and you think to yourself, like one day, if I could have all of the financial resources ever, I would have X. And it could be something so far-fetched. It, it might just be like a beautiful home or something. Like what were some of those things that like you just always pictured in your brain that one day, like you're, you're putting $36 on the table one day, if I just had enough money, I would do what? Like, what was that for you? Yeah. So when I was about 10 years old, I remember my mom, she shouldn't have left me in the car, but hey, it was the eighties. So I was in the car and she went inside of this bank and I remember sitting in the car and it was like 10 stories and it was full of mirrors, you know, it was like really cool ones back in the day. And I remember staring up at it and I was like, I'm going to run something like this one day. Like I was 10 and I'm like, I'm just gonna, that's what I'm gonna do. Like I knew it, but I didn't go right into it. I mean, I did little things, you know, but I think everybody has to go through the experience of life to get where you are now because I wouldn't have had the struggle. Then I don't have the, the mindset and the tenacity and the grit. So I always knew I was gonna build something huge and I've always been called weird my whole life. Like you're weird. Like just, I would do things that were different. I just never authority, forget it. I got in trouble all the time for talking. I asked to be taken off campus and finish independent study my junior year. Cause I was like, this school stuff is like so boring. I've always been different. But what I realize now is different is a good thing. Being weird is a good thing. Cause it just means I'm unique, you know? So I think my biggest dream was to create something so impactful that I really knew I was making a difference. I was making a footprint that when I, my time was done here, that I had built something that I was proud of and that, that kept going, you know, that made me, and my kids, it's so cute. Addison has a pretend YouTube channel. We don't load up the videos, but she's five. And she's like, guys hit the subscribe button today. We're going to breathe in. And she's like doing yoga and she's five, you know? So, So to see like, let's raise up that next generation. You know what I mean? Of, of women, because it's still lopsided a little bit. And I'm, I definitely have never been one to go the feminist route. I'm more like go build something then, you know what I mean? Like just go do it. And so I love the idea of helping other women raise their daughters to be strong and and sons too, that we can take back control of our features and our income and create the life that we really want, that we feel good about with the income and the impact. I, I know I've said those a couple of times, but I feel like they're just such a nice, you know, compatible, uh, pieces of of your life that you can look at to make sure you're in balance for sure. I love when I meet like really just awesome women. I mean, most of the people on my podcast are women in general. And uh, the first half of my life, I mostly just had guy friends. And then the second half, it's like mostly girls. It's so weird. (laughs) I love it. But I will say there's one bad thing about women. And I'll say right now is they can can... be nasty. 
Oh brutal. man, brutal. Dudes, so like dudes don't do that. Dudes just like yell at each other for a second and then like hugging or okay, bro. Like women are man. plotting, plotting, plotting. So, and that's why it's like to be able to like walk through that and be able to like rise yeah, up on top. It's pretty hard. That's tough. It's tough because like women make sure that the people that make it to the top deserve it because you got to oh, be a yeah. diamond because you'll get all the mean things said about you. Yeah. And the diamond's part of my logo. So I'm glad you said that. There it is. What is the saying with it? The diamond is cut. There's a, there's a quote about it. It's, it's, uh, the, it's the strongest, I mean, diamonds yeah. are the strongest thing in the planet, yeah. I believe. Yeah. It goes through like the most pressure ever to be created. So you know, if you want to be a diamond in your life, you're gonna to have to go through some shit. It's crazy to think about the time when like gold was a real thing. This is off the cusp, but like imagine just waking up one day and just going outside and just digging and like digging, petting your gold, looking for gold. Yeah, exactly. You know, and now, and now it's like, instead of calling it gold, we call it curiosity posts. That's the new gold, right? It is. Oh, Heck yeah, you can make a lot of money with curiosity posts and stories. <laughs> it's interesting how times are constantly evolving and changing and flowing. And now we got this Corona deal. Like no one, no one could have expected this coming. Mm -mm. No, it's changing everything. And I was in uh, Rob Siri's mastermind last year and he had all these seven figure friends, not network marketing, just peers and coming and speaking. And they were saying 10 years, they're like, oh yeah, like 80% of accounting jobs will be gone. And he was saying all these things and I was like, that guy's crazy. Well, you better believe this kind of stuff happening is going to make what you're doing right now even more important. Home-based businesses alone are being searched 100 times more right now than ever before. Your time really? is now. Yeah, over 100. Your time is now. It is absolutely now. So if you're, because I know a lot of you, like you're close, you know, or you've, you've had it, but you lost it. You do not give up. It's one day at a time. It's being consistent. It's keep going. It's tweaking, adjusting, seeing how your market's responding, trying different things, but stick with one thing. You know, if it's Facebook or it's podcasts, that's what you, you did a guest training in one of my Facebook groups and you were talking about that. Crush one thing at a time, get really good at it. Now is the time because people are looking for solutions. They're looking for maybe to replace an income or a side hustle to supplement to help them get through this time. But I'm telling you what, it's a freaking gold mine. Out of all the different vehicles, like you said, one thing you're really good in is just staying in your lane and picking one thing and dominating at it. And you've been able to dominate multiple platforms. But if you could look at all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it is, and to the average human, and obviously everyone's going to have a different side judgment, what would you say people should invest their time in? Oh, that's such a good one. So I actually think if you love creating content where you love video, I would say go with Facebook and really get the Facebook lives going to a Facebook group. So that's my funnel. I've made most of my money through Facebook groups and obviously building up my list through that. But I have uh, almost 25,000 people in my Facebook groups, but it's growing really fast. I mean, I think we added 500 people this week. So what happens is I can start nurturing those people. They get to see people like you come in. They get to hear from me. They get to be a part of the community. If you like the audio, so you're just like, I don't want to, if the thought of clicking the button makes me run pass out, you love audio, definitely look at the podcasting route. I'm actually one of your students in your podcasting program. I've seen other things out there. I even thought about creating my own. I will not be creating my own because yours is killer and I don't need to. You have everything in it. It's absolutely phenomenal. So get a podcasting course from Ian. Um, if you really like visual and you you like that influencer feel, like you 
you've got this natural, like you just love beauty and you love images and you, you really are drawn to stories and that's working for you. Instagram has done so much for my brand. My Instagram grew really fast. Um, I think I have 31,000 followers, but I get so much from that. I get collaborations from it. I get people saying, Hey, been, I love your stuff. I want to know more about what you're doing. I just get so many people who reach out for me. So TikTok, I think you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure out how to get your leads from, it. I get tons of leads from it, but you have to learn how to get them into a funnel. So we, we've played around with like easy text, texting service, stuff like that. So I think it's hot. It's definitely hot. But as far as your foundational piece of your business, my number one choice would be Facebook. If you love video and you like the idea of nurturing a group, podcast if you like the idea of audio and collaborating connecting and then instagram if you like that more influencer feeling and you just want to you know toss your hair back and kind of crush it yeah then i would go with instagram yeah and, and your stories are fantastic yeah. Yeah, like and they're so much fun people need to use that more because you can just have more fun and yeah. really shine your true colors right because it's yeah. like a funnel of of you people buy you not your products most so of the true. time it's but, so true but let's let's bring this back. so you just gave an entire amazing just content on like talking about the actual platforms let's talk about some of the tools mm -hmm. like if i'm you know building out a site and i and i need to figure out something to host my like host my website i need to do something to send email marketing campaigns i need to find something that manages my social media like what tools have you used that have just increased your productivity tenfold so actually i think i want to say this first and then mention that i think when people, and I actually am talking to a girl right now who's getting ready to launch her brand outside of her network marketing. She's here. She's there right now. She's like, okay, I need the website. Here's my brand. This is what I'm thinking. And she's not actually building her audience. So you can have the most beautiful website. You can have killer sales funnels. You can have the email service ready to go. But if there's no people on that list, guys, and I did that before I had a failed brand before the gold digger girl. Um, and I, I try to create all that fancy stuff without having the audience. You've got to learn how to build up your audience first. And guess what's so cool? You don't even need anything fancy to do that. So you've got to figure out your path. Like we just talked about, okay, what's the funnel. So if people are listening to the podcast, he's, you're going to give a call to action where they can opt into a freebie. And now they're getting your, 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 your things, or maybe you direct them to a Facebook group, whatever on Instagram, there's one URL I use link tree to pull it out, but maybe we're going to put them into a freebie and we're going to get them on our email, or we're going to direct them to Facebook and connect it with us on our business page. So you've got to figure out your funnel. So your homework is, I want you to figure out your funnel to grow your audience. And how are you going to get them on your list? The two things I look at all the time are my email list in my Facebook group size, because that's where I personally, and I look at, you know, podcast viewers and stuff, but I'm personally making my money from my email list in my Facebook group. So those are my two metrics that help me know the health of what I'm doing. So what's your path? And then once you figure it out, you can say, well, what do I need for that? I mean, if you're doing a podcast and your call to action is, Hey, I've got this freebie. It's a social media blueprint, put blueprint or click the link in the show notes. And it takes them to a landing page and they get into your email. You could do an email sequence and not even have a website. I mean, you just need a sales funnel that they can pay, right? I use Teachable for my back office. There's different things. What do you use? Teachable. Use Teachable too. Okay, cool. So there, we don't even direct people to my website anymore. We're doing a refresh right now. But the point is you don't need all the bells and whistles. But if I could pick like my favorite thing, I am obsessed with Trello. The reason why I love Trello is because 
you can make copies of it. So if you have a team, um, like if you're a network marketing or anything like that, for your audience even, you can create boards and, and give them like a template. We use it for uh, managing like project management, but my favorite thing for it is content. And I think when you are getting on social media, it can be overwhelming, like, oh my God, bro, all this content. But if you have it where you plan ahead and you do have to get ahead of it, you know this, Ian, because you do a lot of production, get disciplined enough to get ahead of it. You know, uh, before the month uh, comes, schedule an hour or two where you're going to sit down and say, all right, what, what's my Facebook live content? Who am I going to have on my podcast? What offer am I going to focus on? Am I going to do a free masterclass on YouTube? We didn't even talk about YouTube. That's another great choice if you want to do a lot of evergreen video. And then what I want you to say is, okay, put it on Trello, put it on, map it out. Um, and I love, I just love Trello for, it's like, I need a shirt that says Trello is life. Like it's my favorite. If I could make one tool to get organized, I use Trello to map out my content. I use it to build out, um, uh, graphics. I use it for all kinds of stuff. There's an app too. So it's, Oh, leads. If you're in uh, sales, you can build all, graphics on Trello. Well, you can put them in there. And Got then it. this is the best thing. If you're just on the go, boom, you can have your whole post ready to go and you can just drop it. And then the other thing is uh, if you're in uh, network marketing, if you're in sales, like I have coaching too. So we put all of our coaches on there. We have, um, when we do free challenges, all of our coaches are on the boards together and they're like, Hey, I'm talking to Debbie. So everyone knows Debbie's taken care of. It's amazing. And then everybody's on the same page. So, and it's free, which is nice too. Damn. Wow. Right? I'm, I'm a, I'm a big, big notion fan. Um, but no notion, notion I think project management. I think you're going to fall in love with Notion. Ooh, it's it's an old, it's a newer type of tool. I think they're worth a billion dollars already, or something out astronomical. What? They're they're huge, awesome. um, and we've used them past in our past business. But I currently use it just to run my stuff. It's so customizable. It's so easy to use. It's it's kind of like Asana, Notion, micro like so many things merged into one. I don't want to talk too high of it, but it is amazing. I think you're awesome. going to love it. I'm gonna totally check it out. But obviously there's operational costs with switching softwares and we always got to take those into account. But the interesting thing that is, is it's just there's always new stuff coming out and mm -hmm. getting into that philosophy of constantly testing. Like one thing I mentioned about my friend, Dan, that I envy so much in him and I just get like, you, do you have those friends? I mean, you're oh, one of those also to me yes. that you, like you're just so grateful I'm whenever you get awe. to talk. Yes. Like the fact that you can be friends and listen, it's like crazy. It's like... <laughs> Like we're friends, right? Like I ain't got to pay you, right? Because this is, that is crazy, you know? Oh my gosh, those are the best friends ever. The best friends ever. And you can still like be a savage with them. You can still go totally. out and, you know, drink some beers. You know, it's all good, you know? Those are the best friends. You find them, you know, send them a letter, say, I appreciate you. All you quarantines, you might lose those homies. Let them know. Yes. But like when you have somebody up there that like teaches you how to think differently, like my buddy Dan is super good at testing, 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 like AB testing times 10. Like, you know, how many times have you ever just started doing something like spending an hour making an image or the perfect title and you just waste so much time and you start doing it for months and months and months and you really had no idea if it's actually working or not mm -hmm. when you can change your philosophy to how can I test an idea and a hypothesis utilizing an ice score like impact the outcome, all these different things, there's different philosophies. How can I test it for the cheapest amount of money and for the you know quickest return to see if I want to dive into it? I feel like that's typically what people do with like SEO and SEM and building mm -hmm. like that type of stuff, but they don't apply that logic to every other aspect of their life and everything. 
Uh, I, that's just something I wanted to talk about. Like, I you- love that. Oh, so this is okay. Cause I, I talk to so many newbies on social media. So what people will do is they'll post something and they won't get any traction, right? They'll post something and they're like, this is not working for me. I'm not getting people reaching out to me. So I'm like, okay, uh, let's go ahead and reword that post then, or let's try a different image, maybe your face. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, people want to see you. Like, let's try something different. So we do some tweaks. And what do you think happens? They start to get the hang of it. They start to like it. They start to have their audience react. They start to put fun stuff like, you know, uh, how many pictures are on your cell phone, right? Or just weird, fun stuff to, to get that audience follow, you know, commenting, interacting. That helps their engagement. It helps their algorithm. Suddenly they're starting to like social media. So I think so many times we just say, oh, me. I suck. Nobody wants to know about me or no, it's constantly testing. And you know, I got to say by the time I finally figure it out, my algorithm will change and everything will drop. My Pinterest went from a hundred thousand views per month to, I think it went down to 50 and then it dropped again because they, they did this huge change. So I'm getting it back up there right now, but I didn't stop and go, Oh, my Pinterest sucks. I suck. I said, okay, we got to, got to, play the game. We got to figure it out. And that's what this is all about is did your audience respond or not? They didn't. We'll go get some new friends, right? Let's build up that audience. But you start to say, well, what are they responding to? Maybe it's something totally different. Maybe you want to tell them about your health and wellness supplements and they're digging you talking about vision boards. Like you don't know, but you just have to get out there and put some content out there and, and be consistent. Like we talked about but let them be that feedback for you. Let mm. them kind of be that guidance system. And this is also important. You have an end in mind. Like I know there's something in your heart. Like you want to, you want to teach people to have more self-confidence and you want to inspire people, but you, you, they're not responding to that. You got to start with the sexy stuff. Like what's the stuff that they want, right? Cool hack. You just shared, you know, talking about, uh, you know, that, uh, notion maybe Trello, maybe you go learn Trello and you're like, guys, I've got this free Trello board and I'm going to do a training in my group. Anyone want it? That's the sexy stuff. People are going to want that. They get in your Trello board training. Suddenly they're in your group, get your notifications. Then you can love on them with a little mindset work. And suddenly you're doing the thing you wanted to do all along, but you had to kind of take them along the ride for sure. That is so powerful. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh my God. I can't wait to re-listen to that because that's, <laughs> write that true. down, write that down. <laughs> But uh, we overthink stuff all the time. I mean, like, mm-hmm. here's a great example. I'm looking at my, you see this little background I got going down. You see this event right here? Yes. I must have spent like three to four hours of my life just trying to I figure out whether, whether I should cover up that vent. Seriously, that it drove me crazy. I'm like, oh man, this vent, this vent going to ruin it all. But everyone, <laughs> no one's going to listen to me because this damn vent's here. They're like, is this even an office or are you in the gutter? <laughs> You start thinking these things and damn vent. Like how many of you guys have a vent that yes. you need to vent to, right? Like you need to get out. I just thought it wasn't planned. But like you need to get out and do it. It's like there's oh. things that we just drive us absolutely insane that aren't big deals at all. No, it's but paralysis you- analysis. We don't, we don't move when we're stuck in our heads. Was Tony, I was talking a lot about Tony, but he's like, if you're in your head, you're dead. And it's bitten in the ass, you guys. Of I've taken – I. I just do. I just, I'm like inspired action. All right, go. I've pissed people off. I've had people like, why'd you send that email out? And I'm like, Ooh, crap. Like I probably shouldn't have did that. So what do I do? I say, I'm sorry. And I move on. Like I'm human. I never claim to be perfect. And so if I take imperfect action and I mess up sometimes, I did a whole lot of action. I, I made a lot of magic happen and I helped a lot of people. I pissed off a few people. They weren't my tribe anyway. God, I mean, that's just a way to clean house. You know what I'm saying? 
I love what you said, that tip of just find any sort of tool right now, Trello, Canva. Yes. Um, it could be something just as simple as An Facebook, app. Facebook ad manager. Yeah. Go online right now on yeah. YouTube and watch a 20 minute tutorial on it mm-hmm. and then train on it. Like Seriously. building the course, I think was like such an amazing lesson to me because it, it was the first time I really realized that I could actually train on anything on the internet if I Absolutely. just decide to learn it. Yep. You know what I mean? Because like if, if you just go and watch three YouTube videos on how to, you know, how to use GarageBand to make music, you're going to have a pretty good understanding, probably more than 80% of the population oh, on sure. how to do it right then Absolutely. and there. And all you got to do is just regurgitate it in your own words, put your own spin, your own flair, combine all the knowledge that you've done and present it in an easy format. And all of a sudden you got unbelievable content. It's like when people say they run out of content, go to Quora.com and just type any sort of thing there. Q-U-O-R-A. It's literally this massive platform where if you write something down, there's going to be hundreds of questions that were asked similar to that question. And then everybody ranks the best answer to that question. So not only do you have new content, but now you have the best answer to that content. Now all you got to do is find that answer, add your own spin, put your own flair to it, put your own gold diggers on it. And next thing you know, you got this awesome stuff. So it's like, now it's like, how do we take all of that and do it all at once. That's like the dream, right? <laughs> it is the dream. I know. I sometimes I, and I have, I have big goals for, you know, my brand and elevating it and reaching more people and all, I mean, who doesn't have, you know, huge goals. And I get like, oh, I want to be on a, doing TEDx talk today. Right. Or I want my visual. Cause I'm learning a lot from you with audio and visual. And I want all that to be better. So my husband's dad, I'm like, I want a huge book bookcase built behind. And he goes, what? I'm like, no, I really do. It's, it's actually happening because I just put it out there, right? But I have all these things. And I'm like, but what are you going to do today? Okay, what am I going to do today? All right, I've got a challenge next week. I need to reach out to some people. We had an opportunity call tonight. I invited a ton of people for that. Got my team pumped. I did a podcast interview earlier. I guest trained in a group and I was mom. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I can do today. And I ordered some awesome audio equipment. Thanks to your podcast. And it's going to be amazing, but I can't be all of that today. You know what I mean? Like, what can you do today to move the needle? And then you do it again and again. And then one day you look up and you're doing, having this kind of conversation going, this has been a wild three years. Look at what I just did. Right. And it's not to, this is not to impress you. This is to impress upon you. You can create whatever you want. You just have to show up do the work and be crystal clear on what you want and don't squirrel. Do not squirrel. Squirrel. Right? Speaking of squirrel, the internet actually completely went down mid-podcast right at this point, 52 minutes in, with the gold digger herself, Kimberly Olson. She's an absolute legend. So I'm just going to come in here, a quick little solo Len Jones moment. First of all, I want to thank Kimberly. She is absolutely amazing. Go check out her online community, the Gold Diggers of Online Marketing. Absolutely incredible group for free training and free content. And I am just so excited and grateful to be able to share with you guys all of these good, amazing humans that are out here making moves. So I hope that you guys can take the lessons that Kimberly talked about. Again, three years ago, three years ago, she started her journey. And now today it's like, what? Like what? Like the thing she's done is out of control. Impressive. And she's just a real girl. She's just a real human, just like all of us. Anyone can do it. Anyone can make it happen. So Kimberly, I appreciate you at the bottom of my heart. Unfortunately, I went to send you this recording. And for all the listeners on the podcast, I appreciate you guys too. 
With this said, I want to have the most amazing week of your life. Go out there, go hit these goals, go hit these dreams, and re-listen to this podcast back because there are so many freaking nuggets that you can ingest, take in, and put into action. So with that said, that is the end of our show. And hey, first time ever in the Len Jones Party of Two podcast, the old self close. So I appreciate you. While we're at it, I might as well throw it out there that we bring this show to you guys for free twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays. So if you would, please leave us a review on the on the podcast directory on the Apple Store. Would highly, highly appreciate it. Spreading this a damn good day brand, trying to make these people smile, have a good time doing it and build amazing businesses. So with that said, I appreciate you guys. Have a good one and I'll see you on our next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.